podcast with international evangelist Silas Crawford, where you will receive the engrafted Word of God with grace, love, and hope for tomorrow. Now, here is your host, evangelist Silas Crawford. Ecuador, Pakistan, Bolivia, and Haiti. 
United States, Puerto Rico, Pakistan, Haiti, Ecuador, Malawi, and Nigeria. Angela Silas Crawford has worked in the United States during the times of natural disaster to restore the lives of the people who have lost it all from hurricanes, tornadoes, fires, and floods. And he has dedicated his life. Somebody say dedicated. That's what God is looking for. It's a dedicated life. Amen. A committed life. He has dedicated his life for the people in need. He has provided financial assistance, food, water, clothes, and shelter. Amen. So today, as our custom is, I want you guys to put your hands as well and just pray for him before he comes. And we want to just bless you, Father, right now for this grace, this anointing, God, this gift that you've given to Hallelujah, the body of Christ, the person of your prophet, Silas Crawford. Father, today we pray in the name of Jesus. Come on, I don't feel your agreement. Come on. We pray in the name of Jesus that, Father, you will speak expressly what your spirit has to say to the church. Father, would you use him mightily for your glory. Let glory increase. Let grace increase. Let your power increase. Father, we just thank you now that we're covered in the blood of Jesus. And we speak to him even now. More grace. More grace. More grace is preaching. More grace is prophesying. More grace. Hallelujah. To the glory of the word. In the name of Jesus. And Father, we give you all glory and we give you all praise. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, open up your spirit and open up your heart. And receive the gift of the person of Christ and Simon Crawford. Come on, somebody praise the Lord in the house. It doesn't matter who I am or what my name is, but what matters is who is in the house. Who was in the house before you got into the house this morning? And who is inside of this house? That's the most important thing. Who do you know this morning? It's Jesus, the Lord God of Jehovah. Hallelujah. 
accomplish what it was set out to do. And I just thank you. Thank you for who you are. Not for what you've done. Not for all the miracles you've ever done. But thank you for saving me. Amen. Let the church say amen this morning. This is my first real trip to Kansas. But the same God in South Texas and South Padre Island where I live is the same God in Kansas. And I would like to preach just a few moments on the subject just don't stand there do something. Now, this didn't come through my own great revelation because not everything has to have a great revelation. I prayed and grown life through my life that God would show me the simple things. The easy things. The things everybody else overlooks. Most prophets and pastors want give me the big revelations. But when the big revelations come, there comes a big change with that big revelation. Sometimes there comes a big separation in the revelation. Because not everybody's going to like the revelation that God gave you. Not everybody liked the revelation that God spoke to Moses. And said, I'm bringing you out of Egypt land. Not everybody liked that idea. Because we get comfortable. Wow. We get comfortable in the state of which we are in in the present right now. We get to dance a little bit, jump a little bit, scream and holler a little bit, but we think we have everything that we Honey, we need a whole lot more than we got right now. I've heard graduation, graduation. This is a this is a season of in the flesh of people graduating high school, graduating college. But I hear the voice of the Lord say, "It's time for my body, my bride, to come up a little higher." We've been in the same place for too long. The same thing that he told Moses, he said, I there, I'm giving you a land that flows with milk and honey. Amen. And Moses, he didn't say to go, I'm getting ahead of myself. It's so easy, right? Moses, but I put my people in bondage for a reason. Sometimes God has to put us in a place. Of bondage and imprisonment to make sure that we are sustained during whatever it is that is on its way. My people's going to need food. So I'm sending them down to Egypt. Because Joseph has already made preparation. That which was sent to kill us. The arrows of the enemy that's been sent from around the world to 
the land. Moses did not follow the instructions of God. So instead of going in and possessing it, they went and had to strive for something that was already given to them. You take 12 men and one out of each tribe and you go spy out that land. God never told them to go sit and spy to spy out that land.
just happen. Your promised land is the promises of God that he's given to you in this life. You have depression, there's a promise of God. You have fear, there's a promise of God. You have sickness, there's a promise of God. If you're spiritually sick, there's a promise of God. If my people who are called by my name, they show first come, you see, you got to follow the instructions. If they would follow themselves and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then you know I hear from heaven. And it's time that we get back to the book. It's time that we get back to the basics. And go back to the basic instructions. You don't have 
have to say amen and stand to your feet. The Holy Ghost already doing it for you. Because you can sit there all you want to one day you're going to wish you could. And the rapture is not going to man. The rapture is not going to praise. The rapture is not going to get praised. What do you tell me? He didn't have to. 
And I need some small plus in there. And he, he keep looking at my daddy's a man of God. My daddy prays for two and a half hours every day. Come hell or high water. Because that's his relationship with God. Amen. You don't have to do all of that. But what you have to do is off to yourself. Get up. Let's not stand there. It's time that we do something collectively. He said, boy, just don't stand there. Do something. You see the work that's got to be done. Moses, don't stay in the wilderness. You've got a promise. And when the people went, God can go with them. Moses said, you better not go off on your own. Because God can come with you. We stagger at the promises of God. Why? Because we have unbelief in our heart. We don't, well, I don't care, yes, I believe, but help my unbelief. There's things that for ourselves seems impossible. I know there's just only a few over here that know me. Last August of last year, I lost everything I had. My wife, her three boys, 18 and a half acres of land in North Alabama. My cars, my barn, my tractors, my equipment for work, my clothes, my memories, and I said I wanted to just die. But there's two types of two types of people in this body. There's those that when troubles come, they will be just like ten of spies and say, "Oh, there's giants over there, and we're pretty small." And then there's those that they, that they run away. They stagger at the promises of God. But I'm glad I was taught different just a little bit. I'm glad that when trouble comes, and when heartaches come, and when trials come, I know I got the biggest daddy in the world. And David said, when my heart is overwhelmed, then lead me to the rock that is higher than I. I can't do it in myself, and you can't do it in yourself. It takes the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I had worked in a factory for 20 some years. Had to go stay with my nephew. And as I was working on the line, I worked a 12 hour shift seven days a week. Just had started. I was sitting there, I was standing there on the line. And boy, was it hot. And the voice of the Lord spoke to me. And said, it's time. I said, time for what? <laughs> yeah, it's getting close to break time. You're right. He said, no. It's time to go to Texas. So I was crying. Sometimes you just got to cry. It don't make sense. I got to cry. I ain't got no words to say when I get down on my knees to pray. And I just got to cry. Because them are a language in themselves that only God understands. My nephew looked at me and said, they call me Uncle Bubba. And I hope I don't look like a Bubba. <laughs> Uncle Bubba, what, what's wrong? The Lord spoke to me. He said, what did he tell you? 
said, are you going? I said, I don't want to, but I don't have much of a choice. Hallelujah. 
inches above your head when you just still be sitting there where you are right now. No, you never want to break your neck to stand to your feet and pull down whatever it is that God has for you. You didn't want to listen, so why don't you sit now? Why are you still standing there? Why don't you give God some praise?
My heart's broken into a million pieces, oh God. My wife took the kids and ran and left and ran away and took everything I had. But she still wants me. I'm just 
an average church goer, a lay member, no, you're not. Because the body has need of you. God moves us around where He sees Thank you for tuning in to the Traveling Preacher Man podcast. We hope something we have said today has uplifted and encouraged you. We pray that grace, peace, and love of God will follow you throughout the week. If you would like to partner with us in continuing to share the word, grace, and love of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, you can go to our patron page or you can go to paypal.me forward slash TPM revivals. If you would like to host evangelist Silas Crawford, please email us at TPM revivals at gmail.com. All of the information will be in the description. This is the traveling preacher man podcast with international evangelist Silas Crawford. Until the next time we pray the blessings of God upon you and your family.